Evie. Cheers. Cheers to the queers. Such a, a loud sip I took there. <laughs> oh, it's a tasty sip, I hope. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely went a little strong on that one, but yeah. good. Yeah. How good. are you? Good. How are you? Good. How was your week? Amazing. I had a really nice week. Um, I went last Wednesday night and got to see one of my favorite bands play. Oh, I was love and touch. I was, I, I couldn't go to that with yeah. you. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. It was amazing. And like, the thing is, it's like, so the band they're um, they're called the joy formidable and they're from Wales and they kind of have a more heavier sound, but everything was acoustic. Oh, nice. So it was really stripped down and it was beautiful. And because it was so small, I mean, yeah, the loving touches, it's a great venue, but it's, I mean, it's about the size of the basement. So <laughs> you're yeah. really, you're really right there to see yeah. the band. Yeah. And I was right up. You're front. almost on stage. And the singer, the, the lead singer was the one doing the merch booth. That's always fun. And so, and I was the first person in the merch line. So I got to hang out with her for a minute and get some pictures and oh, fun. yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing show. I am. Um... I think that's really cool. I've definitely, you know, I, I don't want to say like local music, but I went to see like a lot of smaller bands, you know, like I used to go see live music all the time. And that's the coolest thing about that when you, mm -hmm. you know, when you're really a fan of, you know, a musician and then they get out and like meet you, it's just, it's so much more like intimate than like, yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I yeah. like that. Well, and they're just actual like people at that point instead of just, yeah, I, um, when I pedestal creature, you know. When I was younger, I, well, I mean, I'm still a huge Tori Amos fan. Like, I mean, she was my whole high school, everything. Loved Tori Amos. But I used to um, go to her shows all the time. And I, I feel like, it, like, back then, like, it was easier to get closer. So, you know, you could wait uh, out back. But also, um, she played at uh, WDET at the NPR Studios once. Oh, wow. Yes, and I found out that she was going to be there. So a couple of friends and a few other people found out, too. But we were all in the back waiting for her to go in. And she said hi to us. And it was like, I mean, it was amazing. It was even her hello is beautiful because everything about her voice is beautiful and I love her. And now you're kind of famous because Terry, Tori Amos. Terry, <laughs> Terry Gross. Terry, oh my God, are you wish? Oh, Terry Gross is the other. Could you imagine a, a ticket to Terry Gross and Tori Amos? Like she, Terry Gross could come out and do, you know, um, up, well, up in the air. No, fresh air. <laughs> and then Tori Amos could She could, could do like, it up in the air though, probably. She could. She's brilliant. Terry Gross is brilliant. Yes, Terry Amos. I like that. That's what I would call the show too, Terry Amos. Um, if you guys want to do that, I can definitely, if Terry Gross and Tori Amos, if you want to contact me, I can set that up. Please do. Please contact her immediately. Hashtag Nicole is perfect. Hashtag um, Terry Gross. Hashtag Tori Amos. Hashtag contact me. I will. Um, <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And how was your week? <laughs> uh, it was all right. I can't think of anything specific, so that probably means it wasn't great. But <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. I don't know. It's just a week. <laughs> just the, a week. the weather's changing. That's kind of nice. Um, I am a winter person. We have this conversation all the time. I would like to live in Norway, where Evie would like to live in Hawaii. Yeah. I don't like. She likes humidity, which I, I think is disgusting. I do. I mean, like the, the, that's the grossest thing ever. But it's fine. I. I love her to death, but she likes humidity, which is very odd to me. And she likes winter. I like, love what winter. What the hell is wrong with her? I don't even know. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. That, it's so I feel like, is a syndrome of some sort. <laughs> uh, well, I, I didn't. I don't. That's taking it a little far, but I guess I have a syndrome. But, yes. Oh, my God. Winter's the best. 
It's like, you know, you get to. It matches cuter the temperature clothes. of your heart. Oh, that's not nice. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I mean? A little bit. <laughs> no, my heart's. Well, your heart's humid, so that's gross. <laughs> so, anyway, um, winter's wonderful, and we're getting there. I'm very excited about that. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of cooled down, so that's the best thing that's happened this week so far. Is the weather changed a little bit? Yeah, I'm not thrilled about it. Bummer. Yeah, poor me. All right. <laughs> I adore you. I love you too. So maybe we should start the news. Let's do the news. Hear he, hear he. Read all about it. It's... Come one, come all. Listen to the news. Um, I know that we have already discovered the fact that here he here he might not be hundred percent because it was extra extra read all about it. I think it's lovely. I, I like it. I think yeah, it's it really sounds it really sounds official and it it adds that little bit of authenticity. And like, well, I think it makes us sound more professional. I think it makes it sound old timey, which is rad. Like well, we then just, if we really wanted to sound old timey, then we need to start talking like old timey people. You know I, what I'm saying here. I have here he here he. That's come cool. one, come all, come listen to the vegetables of the lesbians. You sound like, I just feel like I'm a horse racer. I don't person. know what you sounded like. A, you were um, auctioning off something, but no, it was kind of cool though. I can't do accents. I can't do anything like that because number one, my voice gets really loud. I don't know why. And number two, it all for, turns into this one accent, and it's just it's so ridiculous. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But um, it I think it sounds like. You know, like we're standing with the Declaration of Independence or something, reading it out to the crowd. That's right. Everybody listening, everybody getting excited about our new nation, and we're standing on like the second floor or something. I don't know. That's what I get. So, here he, here he, read all about it. <laughs> news. It's time for your vegetables. Everybody comes here for just the news. So, you, they get all the news from us. Oh, 100%. There's yeah. nowhere else to go. Yes. It's all otherwise fake news, except for here. Fake news. Everything else in the world is fake news. Everything. Everything. We're real news. Yeah, we're, we're the only real news site around. Good. Copyrighted, trademarked, all of it. I don't. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, one hundred percent real news well, all the time. Hard hitting. In fact, we're breaking all the groundbreaking stories here. We are. We are. Yeah. I mean, luckily we've fixed the stories that I was going to break ground on because they were from two thousand sixteen. So I'm really glad that I took a second look at that. But um, yeah. I think I'm uh, I'm up to date, so. Okay, so do you want to go first? Yes, because, yes. Okay. For no good reason, but I always want to go first. Okay, uh, again, I use LGBTQ Nation because it's the first thing that I Google, and it's it always comes through. It's actually a really good website to um, get your uh, your queer news. Quoos. No. No. Maybe. No. Let's, let's return Quoos? to that. Quoos? Queer news. No, no. That just sounds like you, it's like, it's like, sounds like you can't say clues. No, it's probably, well, okay, we'll come back to it. I'm not going to say no to that yet. Okay, um, an out athlete wore rainbow sneakers while competing in an anti-LGBTQ country, which is kind of rad. Uh, That's, yes. Erica, really, really clitty. I mean, like, she's got so much clit, she don't need no balls. Seriously, Erica Bugard, I'm not afraid of the consequences. I feel like I'm well protected. That's always one of those things that you say, though, and then you're not. So I don't know if I would go with that, but she's, I think she's doing all right for herself. 
I feel like she doesn't really recognize the privilege in that. I mean, like, I think it's a badass statement that she's making and yeah, she's probably pretty well protected, but there's a lot of privilege that comes well, with that. Well, and she's also a, a, a star, you know, she's competing in the world athletic championships. Uh, so she's pretty athletic and so she can, and she has uh, her rainbow seekers so she can run quickly. Kick her ass over right. the rainbow. Yeah, I think she'd be okay. Um, so, while competing in Qatar, that where I always say it, uh, at the IAAF World Athletics Co uh, Championships, U.S. competitor Erica Bugard made an impression and a subtle statement by wearing Nike shoes with rainbow flaps over their laces. I think cool. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bugard, who is an out athlete competing in the heptathlon, <laughs> yes, an event made up of seven track and field events, uh, says she wasn't trying to make a make a statement, even though. Uh, uh, Kudar punishes homosexuality with seven years imprisonment and even death. Although, in parentheses, no known executions for being gay has ever officially occurred in the country. I mean, that doesn't make me feel much better, but um, yeah. So uh, she told the um, she told the press, "I put the flag on my shoe, and people noticed it. I guess, but I'm not afraid of the consequences because I feel like I'm well protected. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on if anything happens. I'll be on the first flight out." Okay, so I like it. It's kind of funny. So, um, yeah, check that out. Check her out. It's kind of, it's a pretty interesting story. It's a little more endurance. She's cute. And, uh, yeah. Right on. And then uh, my other piece of news, I'm sticking, I like that two news stories. I feel like that's all the people deserve for the week. Rachel Maddow is playing a role in the Batwoman TV series. What? Yes. <gasps> Rachel. And her character isn't necessarily one of the good guys. Oh, I love this idea. Have you? Okay, I assume because our conversation earlier. Did you? Have, do you watch the Batwoman series? I think it just started. This week. I haven't. No. Okay. So I, but I don't. Um, I don't tend to watch uh, regular yeah. TV. I, you know, I do all the apps and stuff. So unless it's Ooh, sorry, she does. The, she's very very advanced. <laughs> I only do the apps. So I'm so <laughs> technologically savvy. I know. All right. So I'm Steve Jobs. All right, so um, she only does the apps. I do the old school TV sometimes, but I still haven't watched it. Um, but uh, what channel is it on? <laughs> the CW. Same thing uh, with Supergirl. Okay. We were okay. talking about Supergirl a little earlier. Okay. Um, and don't don't question my. I'm getting there with the news. All right. So while the show already features gender fluid and lesbian actress Ruby Rose playing the lesbian superhero, Maddow, Maddow will lend her voice to play Vesper Fairchild, a radio talk show host who, in the comics, became romantically involved with Batman's alter ego, billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. So looks like she's playing heterosexual, but um, Ruby hey, Rose definitely isn't. That's what acting is. <laughs> that's true. And... Um, yeah, so she's not going to actually be in the show, but her voice will be. So, which is still kind of cool. I mean, that's it's cool amazing. That I love that. Yeah. Um, we consider Ves uh, Vesper Fairchild to be the sardonic voice of Gotham. In addition to Rachel's interest in Batwoman, we thought she'd be the perfect casting choice because her own hard-hitting journalism widely contrasts Vesper's penchant for snark, gossip, and criticism of the female superheroes. So that's a stretch for her. That'll be fun. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And again... And it's oh. true. Rachel is seriously probably one of the best people to follow right now with all the things that are happening in politics. I mean, she is the person that will take all the red thread and all the pins and tie everything together for you and put it in a nice little package. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's her her reporting on everything that's going on is fucking phenomenal. Do you um do you 
do you follow her on Twitter? I've been getting yes. a lot of my news from Twitter lately. Yes. And I, I don't know why, but I never really used it as a news source. Um, I mostly followed uh, actors from 2000 shows. Yeah. So <laughs> like my whole, gossip girl, stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, my whole reason for being on Twitter is to be able to yell into the political universe without anybody that I love, you know, hating me. While mine is to see what the cast of the OC is up to now. So, yeah, um, it's a difference there. Yeah. But um, anyway, so this, again, LGBTQ Nation, um, that's by Daniel Valerio. Really interesting article on that. So I would suggest checking it out. Although you just got in the info from me. So. so there you go. There you go. But LGBTQ Nation is awesome. Okay. Well, I am doing a quick little story from Deadline. And it's about the awesome show on Netflix that debuted last week at some point, The Politician, by Ryan Murphy. Um, and it's the fact that when I was watching it this weekend, because I binged it all weekend long, and suddenly I noticed Janet Mock's name pull up on the screen. And I was like, wait a minute, is Janet Mock involved with this? You know who Janet Mock is? No. Okay, so Janet Mock is this amazing trans activist. She's a model, an author. She is an an activist. Um, she's just a really super smart, savvy trans woman who um, directed one of the episodes of The Politician. Oh, and I cool. thought that was so fucking cool. And then the cherry on top of that cake, the episode that she directs, in case anybody wants to just check that out. But I do recommend checking out the whole series. It's so fun. The whole show. The whole series. Yeah. So, like, she uh, she directed the October Surprise episode. But then the cherry on top of all of that is the surprise appearances by Bette Midler and Judith Light. Yeah. So, um, definitely a show to look out for. It's got some really interesting characters. There's a lot of gender fluidity happening on that show as well. But you've also got Janet Mock directing one of the episodes. And... Two other gay divas. Perfect. Judith Light and Bette Midler. So I actually read a, a bit about this show because I also binged it um, this last week. And so Ryan Murphy, the, one of the, you know, he, he's always brought like queer relationships to TV, but he wanted to do something a little different with this show and not, I mean, it's, if you watch it, I mean, it's really not even about queer relationships. It's just so fluid. Things just happen and there's, so little conversation surrounding it. It's it's awesome. Like there's actually a trans actor um, on the show who plays uh, James. James, yes. And he, it, it, I read somewhere that he was like asking, like, oh, do we address this? Do we talk about being trans? And you know, I remember he was like, no, it's just not going to be. You know, it's just you're just who you are, and it's not. You know, and it wasn't. It's just one of those things that, like, it, you know, it's a show that deals with high schoolers. So obviously, everything is. Um, a little more contentious with high school students, you know, I mean, it's just more of a, I don't want to say it's more of an emotional time, but I feel like you're a more, um, it's a more hormonal time, emotionally vocal about things too. And then if there's a lot of, you know, uh, there's still, it's still a lot of homophobia and, and high school and stuff, but I just, I love that there's these shows coming out that like, that's just not even as much of an issue. Like euphoria, same thing. Yeah. It was just there. It wasn't even something that had to be addressed. Yeah. There was no, you know, and it was just, it was really cool that it's kind of part of mainstream um, TV. And I think Ryan Murphy does a really great job with that. You know, uh, his shows, it, I mean, I, I, we all, I don't know. Did you watch Glee when it came out? I've seen 
some of some it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I definitely watched it. And then I rewatched it and my niece watched it. My niece is 18. So yeah. she watched it later. Did, did you know Glee is set in my hometown? Of Lima, Ohio. Lime, you're from. Are you? Did you ever go to Lima Heights? It was makes me think Lima Heights. It's actually, not, not a place. I know, but it was really funny. <laughs> Santana and Lima Heights, but um, uh, yeah. So it, it, you know, I don't know. I think Ryan Murphy's just um, um, he's just doing a great job with that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so awesome. my and, second piece of news is the best piece of news all week. Okay, I'm really excited to hear this that. This is seriously... I'm very... This is why people listen to this podcast right here, right now, because of this hard-hitting news. Rachel Maddow has nothing on me. Are well, you ready? You really just really kind of, kind of shoved me in the shadows there, but go ahead. A Russian man has filed a lawsuit against Apple, alleging that a cryptocurrency app caused him to turn gay. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, so <laughs> the man allegedly went to try to buy some Bitcoin, but instead received gay coin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, hold on. You heard it here first, folks. I told you. <laughs> we, we are hard-hitting news. Watch out. Gay coin is out there. Gay coin is, it's the new cryptocurrency. Except it will turn you gay if you're not already gay. I don't know what effect it will have on you if you're not already gay. Well, it might if, make you gayer. Wait, no, if you're already gay? Yeah. Yeah, so if, because you said not already gay. So if you're gay. It will turn you gay if you're not already gay. Yeah, but if you are gay and you take and you take it. <laughs> what, what am I thinking? What happened? Uh, I, if you are gay and you. like extra, extra gay, extra flaming. I don't know. Ah. Anyway. I hope it doesn't have the um, adverse effect where you're straight. I know that's what I'm worried about. So Definitely I don't know. If don't I'm need test any it. more straight people out there. <laughs> so not that we don't love you. He's suing Apple uh, for encouraging him towards homosexuality through manipulation by allowing him to receive gay coin, which when he purchased it came with a note that said, "Don't judge it until you try it." Wait, hold on, hold on, hold wait a on. minute. He's asking for $15,000. <laughs> That's the best lawsuit. $15,000? Because he believed that Apple caused him moral and mental harm and that he will never become normal again. But this is my favorite part. He said, I thought, in truth, how can I judge something without trying? I decided to try same-sex relationships. Now I have a boyfriend, and I do not know how to explain this to my parents. This can't be real. It's real. <laughs> Is this not satire? Wait, okay, no, 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 I have so many so questions. Cryptocurrency made him gay, Whoa, and I have don't to, have answers. We have to go back. No, so first of all, so you go. Okay, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I literally don't even know what Bitcoin is. I mean, I have an idea. I've heard of it. <laughs> it's not my thing. That's nerd <laughs> currency. I don't know. But um, so. So what does it mean? Like, if you don't try, like, do you, what do you, do you try Bitcoin? Like, what is it? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, try, it sounds like you're taking something like a drug or ingesting something. Is it like, does it mean you spend it on only gay things? Like, what does that even mean? I don't write. I don't know. I don't know what gay coin is. I didn't look any well, further into it. You are, you are responsible for the news. You should have dug a little deeper. <laughs> Because I really want to know what gay coin is, and I really want to. Well, something. I just want to know, like, 
There's so much. He was so afraid to come out to his parents, but this lawsuit is his way of coming out to his parents. Like, and he gets fifteen thousand bucks. I might do this. Never gonna get fifteen thousand bucks. The sad part is, I bet he will. No, he won't. I there. I bet that they will write him a check for something like that. Fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, it would help me. I might use that as a. They hundred percent won't. No. No. I don't know. No. Should we bet $15,000? Oh, uh, they, they battle patent infringement lawsuits all the time. They've got a huge team of lawyers. But for millions of dollars, $15,000? So you think just the yeah, that's I can't easy. That's an easy smackdown of a lawsuit. It's frivolous. We'll see. You can't you can't prove causation. Maybe it causes him to be gay. Who <laughs> knows? I still want to know what it does though. What do you that's what I'm saying? Like if you buy it, where do you purchase it? Does it just is it just a package that says, Hey, try us? I what? yeah, I don't know. And like when you spend it, does it only go into a, a an ass? I mean, like <laughs> Yeah, maybe a coin slot. God, they came out wrong. I don't know. <laughs> that's um, what I meant though. So yeah, thank you for so, following me there. Uh yeah, maybe we should just call it. Wow, yeah, nice. that's a lot to think about. Um, there you have it. That is what's going on in the world today. Cryptocurrency will make you gay. Yay! Welcome back. Welcome back. From that edifying portion of vegetables we just fed to you. We did, but those were hearty vegetables. And I think that was uh, some really fun information. And yeah, very hearty. Yes. Like Brussels sprout hearty. Yes. Yes, which um, Brussels sprouts are amazing. And for anybody who doesn't like them, I don't get it. I don't get what kind of person you would be. Well, uh, you're sitting right next to one of them. I'm leaving. You should. Okay. You know, when I was a kid, my mom would make me eat Brussels sprouts. Classic parenting. And as an adult, I said to her one day, Mom, I don't understand. I liked so many other vegetables. Broccoli, green beans, peas. Why did you make me eat Brussels sprouts? Why are you telling Sarah Plain and Doll? And do you know what my mom said to me in response? What? Poor you. Exactly. I, I would say the same thing. <laughs> and so now whenever I come to visit, she buys me a single Brussels sprout. Oh, boy. And puts it in my bedroom. And <laughs> Do you still have a bedroom there? Yeah. Well, did the room like, that I'm staying in. she hide it? Or is it like, like an Easter egg? Huh? It's. You well, I mean, it's usually like an Easter egg. I mean, she doesn't hide it, hide it, but I mean, she'll put it somewhere that I usually have to find. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's very funny. Nice. You should save them all and then um, cook them up for real because they're delicious. I should, yeah. shouldn't I? You, you really don't like it? You I seem like the type really that would like them. I really don't a... like them. No. No. Okay. No. But um, we are not doing firsts, Nicole. No, we are not. We uh we, we found out it's actually October. Yeah, it's weird. Turns out that works. I yeah, mean, turns out it's October and Halloween is amazing. And we really want to uh, celebrate the whole month with kind of Halloween inspired episodes. So, so gays love their Halloween. So that's what we're going to do. They do. That's what gays do. Munch butts and celebrate Halloween. And since the gays love Halloween, we're doing an episode on masks. 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 The masks we wear, whether they be for Halloween or for everyday gay life. Yeah. Not to be confused with the movie mask. Not. Which, yeah, with Cher. No, which gay icon Cher. I mean, there's a tie-in right Actually, there. Actually, you know what? Maybe to be confused with the movie mask. <laughs> no, not mask. Mask. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Sad. It's a sad movie, though. Yeah, I don't remember it. I just, I just remember, like, don't they, like, 
Didn't he have like elephantitis or something? But and... she has like two daughters. I and, like she, she has two I daughters. I just remember it was Cher and Sam. I remember like she has two daughters, and then they sing um from the play that Roger and Tamper sing, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Am I thinking of something different? Oh, you know, she has like two kids and Winona Ryder's in it. Is she? I think so. No, you're daughter. thinking of mermaids. Oh. <laughs> that is Christina Ricci and Winona Ryder. Yes, yeah. yes. That's a great movie. I don't know. <laughs> not, not Mask. No, okay. So Which was a tragedy. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Anyway. How about, I, how about I give us a brief uh, yes. little Let's forget about that thing about masks in general, and then we can kind of get a little bit more in depth. Definitely. So <clears throat> all all links to all sources are put in our show notes. So in case you want more information, you can find it in the show notes. So the history of masks starts about nine thousand years ago shocking isn't it yeah. nine thousand especially since the earth is only two thousand years old 2200 years old yeah see i mean it's crazy to think that they were making masks before there was even an earth yeah anyway uh the reasons for masks were for multitudes generally at least in the beginning of time um, they were used mostly for rituals and ceremonies. The oldest found mask um, on this planet is from 7,000 BC. Again, super weird considering that the Earth is only 2,200 years old. That's going to be confusing for our listeners in case they don't have any, um, in case they can't think for themselves. It's actually not 2,200 years old. No, it, it actually is not. Billions. 2,200 years old. But some fun facts <laughs> that I did find about masks is that in ancient Greece, masks were used in theater, had brass megaphones in the mouth to amplify the actors when they were talking. Sweet. Yeah, right? They have built-in, well, I mean, like a mic, yeah. Yeah, like a, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Uh, let's see. Okay, I might be saying this wrong. Uh, I say everything in, wrong. So. In Indonesia, there is a topeng dance. And the star of Topang Dance can have up to 30 to 40 masks that are for their use only. No one else is ever allowed to use those masks because it's believed it will offend the spirits that reside in them. When the Topang Dancer dies, the masks that that dancer used are never moved from the place where they were put, where they were at the moment of that dancer's death. So like the dancer came home, like just dance, full on night tired, whatever, 30 masks, blah, 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 like throwing them all over the room. And what happens if you have to move into that place after that? Like, the, you just go and there are you masks have to, like, there? Yeah. Kind of crazy. City? Okay. Ancient Egyptian death masks were made so the soul could recognize the body and help nice. the deceased to accept other divine immortals in the afterlife. Huh. In Chinese opera, all masks are color-coded, and every color describes the personality of the character that the mask represents. That's cool. That way the audience understands yeah, who that's the actually characters really are. Cool. Uh, in African tribes, mask wearing is reserved mostly for men, even wearing masks that represent female beauty. Wait, so, yeah, so, well, like... What is the what's the purpose of wearing a mask? Is it for like a ceremony? Yeah, ritualistic. Or, okay, ritualistic. Yeah. Okay, so not like like a show or like a 
entertain like a theater thing or well i'm i i don't know i'm sure that well if you could learn all of the african history unmasked in the world sure i'll do that in just a minute yeah just give me a second um and we're back she learned everything i learned everything um this i thought was so fascinating japanese theater no masks are made with so much skill that depend that they can convey different emotions and expressions depending on the angle that the mask is seen in that's cool. And then the very last fun fact that I have about masks is that Mike Myers mask. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. You just call him Mike Myers? <laughs> that is a that's like Fred Krueger. You don't call him. No, you you ha, the brand is like this. Look, Mike and I are familiar. I, Fred Fred Krueger, you know. Fred and I are they, friends too. Jay Voorhees. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Mike Myers. So, okay, Michael let's, Myers. Let's just agree to always address him as Michael Myers. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Mike Myers. The Michael Myers Mike Fred mask Jay, yeah. from Halloween is based on William Shatner. <laughs> what? It's based a William, on his face? It's a William Shatner mask. That, that, that is a William Shatner mask. It's literally just like paper mache with holes for the eyes. It is a William Shatner mask. Is that what he looks like? <laughs> No. He's the guy from Star Trek, right? Yeah, he's the, the guy from Star guy? Trek, yes. But they used a Mike or <laughs> Mike Myers. It's really weird that you say that. You may, it makes it sound like it's like you're inviting them to like a Sunday barbecue. Well, Mike know. Myers, Jay Maybe Voorhees, Fred Krueger. I don't know who Jay Voorhees. Jason is. Voorhees. Oh, Jason. Jason. You don't know. Jay. You don't know because I'm using the wrong term. Like you used for Mike Myers. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Anyway, right. moving sorry, on. sorry. <laughs> Ludicrous, but okay. Ludicrous. So coming up to where we are now in Halloween terms, I'm gonna talk about masks in terms of in terms of Halloween. And I'll get a little bit more into the roots of Halloween in our fourth installment of our Halloween episodes, where we go into depth about like the history of Halloween with gays and stuff like that. Awesome. But briefly right now, um, Halloween, although completely separate holiday now, um, is has its roots in the pagan slash Celtic holiday of Samhain, which is basically the celebration of the harvest when everything dies off and everything becomes new again. And it's thought that the veil of between the living and the dead is thinner at this time of year. Cool. And so back in the day, people used to wear masks and costumes to disguise themselves to fool the evil spirits so that the evil spirits would not come to them or to oh. scare away the evil spirits. So that's where the masks and the costumes come from for Halloween. It's a tradition that's rooted in the spirituality of pagans Sure. And druids and Wiccans. Um, but it's, you know, obviously it's been sort of co-opted and it's a yes. secular holiday, really. A bit. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's it co-opted is the right word. Yeah. Yes. So now it's a secular holiday. But interestingly, um, the Irish apparently carried the Halloween traditions to America, which is how we got involved with Halloween today. And we continued wearing the masks and costumes. Oh, I love the Irish. Isn't that fan- fantastic? Fantastic. Fantastic. Very Midwestern. You're fantastic. very welcome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk some more about the masks. 
masks that we wear every day as gay people. Well, yeah, I don't know. That was a weird Sarah Palin ask time. No, no, not Sarah Ow. Palin. You are right? Uh-huh. I'm fine. Okay. Ow, mother fudge. Yeah, we're going to keep that in because we don't want to edit that out, but okay. maybe just your lobe just fell off. I, yeah, I just killed myself. Okay, so, um, no, but that's dropped in gorgeous, no, that accent. That needs Christy Alley. Oh. Yes, that, like, you know, crazy livers. Yeah, we're saying <laughs> that, like, um, ma- so when I think of masks, I, don't, if we're talking metaphorically, I think of, like, what, you know, we wear daily to, like, kind of hide ourselves, our true selves from people but also um you know you kind of think of it in the way that like masks in general let you do more or be more you know like you I mean even when you're wearing like if you're involved in organized sports and you're wearing a helmet something something that just allows you to be part of something else that doesn't really you know identify you you know you can kind of just do more without those like repercussions so mask is it's just such a it's for something so simple it's it can really be, like, life-changing when you wear a mask, you know? Like, you can really, like... If... Well, it's sort of like you're putting on a persona, right? Yes, it's yeah. like you're a regular person until you put this thing on. And you can be a different person yes. when you put that thing on, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, so... It's For sure. Interesting, yeah. But, I mean, think about all the different ways that queer people are forced to wear masks in society. Absolutely. You know, whether it's, you know choosing pronouns cautiously when you're talking to people because you're not sure where they fall. Oh, yes. Pronoun game. Yes. So you play the pronoun game. Yes. Yes. Or, you know, you are a drag performer, you know, so you have one mask that you wear at work, one mask that you wear with your friends and another mask that you wear at the bar, you know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's like a bit, you know, I'm talking metaphorical masks or actual masks. Um, and then in some ways, they really do kind of end up being sort of the same thing because it does allow you to try on different things in different lives. And even if you don't want to, sometimes you have to try those on. But then sometimes if you do want to, like those like masquerade balls and stuff where you can actually wear things and then you can do more things and be like less worried about the consequences. So Yeah. That was actually one of the things that kind of did pop up in my history of masks. They were talking about the Venetian balls and masquerade balls and how they sort of took the mask and made it from something that was used to sort of scare things away. And they made it into these beautiful things so that rich people could go and debauch themselves with other rich people and nobody would know. That's what I think. (laughs) That's what I think of when I think masks. I think of like those masquerade balls and stuff that where you can just wear something and then you can actually like, you know, be, I don't want to say be yourself. Well, actually, yeah, be yourself or be whoever you want to be. Yeah. You know, but think about like, so what are the masks that you think that you wear on a daily basis or maybe not a daily basis, but you know, the masks that you wear as a queer woman in certain spaces. What For are- sure. Um, it's, it's, it's very rare that I've, well, at this point now, I, I, it's, I'm kind of what you see is what you get in that way. Uh, and it was rare even when I was younger, after I came out, that I found myself pretending to be somebody else or wearing that mask that allowed me to be, you know. So, um, but I did it. And I mean, in high school, you do it. You know, you do that where you wear the mask, I mean, of just, you know, what you think is just norm- normal. Normal is the wrong word, but normal. What you want to be is just 
part of the pack, just conceived it. So, so people aren't thinking too much about you. That way you're not getting, you know, too much attention paid upon you. And then you're not feeling left out or anything. So I, it's, it's hard to think now because I haven't done that in so long, but, um, okay. Well, what do you think? Like when you go out, <clears throat> when you go out for a night and you're out cruising for ladies versus <laughs> with <laughs> cruising for ladies, I mean, okay, let's pretend that I do that, but yeah, we're going to go with I that. Mean, don't you have like a, I'm a hot bitch mask on that night? You know what I'm saying? If, like, okay. If that's what we're talking. Yes. I mean, I'm, Definitely don't have that because I couldn't do that if I tried. Like, I'm confident enough, but I also know who I am and I know where my weaknesses lies. And I am not ever going to go into a place thinking, like, I'm a hot bitch. I'm more of an awkward. <laughs> Probably say weird things. Maybe charm you. Pretty funny. Smart bitch. But that's creeper. it. Yeah. Creeper. Cre you think I'm a creeper? I'm 100% joking. Okay. I was like, wait, What? I am the least, I mean, literally, I don't do anything, so I don't think I could really be creeper, but, um, yeah, I mean, when I go out, I do, yeah, I do put some thought into that. I mean, that's something that comes along with, or goes along with being single, because you are trying to meet people, and it's really, really vulnerable to meet people completely as you are. So, I started recently, I hate even saying this, but I kind of started the idea of the online dating thing because there's literally no other way to meet people like you have to do it at this point and that's a complete mask like they ask all these questions about who you are and what your interest is and yada yada and then kind of like fun questions to probably make you seem interesting and so you're curating the best possible version absolutely of you. yeah a hundred percent a mask yeah. there but also also this is where it's kind of gets funny though because i I don't feel like, like, again, I'm pretty, pretty confident in myself. I, I don't think I'm amazing in that way, you know, but I'm, I'm confident in myself. So I don't feel like lying and, and putting all these other things out. Like I, I, I read these profiles. I don't feel like putting all these other things out is going to make me, you know, more attractive to somebody because I don't want to attract that kind of person. So I'm fairly honest in mine, which is probably why I don't. Don't meet many people because my interests are super weird and apparently there's not a huge group of people that are interested in you know boats and Boat math shoes. and stuff like that I'm interested in so it's it's hard but nerd boatnerd.com my favorite website they probably need a dating app it'd all be dudes let's be real here I a hundred percent it would be me and all men um but yeah so I mean I can't you know I don't want to wear too much of a mask because then I don't want to date somebody and have to pretend because that's exhausting. And I just can't even, you know, imagine that. But um, I see like what other people put, like you can see, you can see there are some people who are just like, I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to just say what I want. And then there are some people that are like, I completely give a fuck. I'm going to say everything perfect. And then there's people in the middle where I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. You know, so yeah, but yeah, that's the big, I think that's the, the biggest mask that we're all wearing right now is whatever the fuck mask we're wearing on Tinder or OkCupid or Plenty of Fish or whatever else. Yeah. Is Plenty of Fish for Christian people? Uh, no, it's like just a great, I haven't used it in years, so I don't, but definitely not religious. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I just with the fish, I guess I always thought it was 
Christian. No, 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 no. Okay. It's just a, a dating app, like a, I don't know. Gotcha. It's all very complicated and I hate it, but I try it every, about every six months I get on it and I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I spend like a day curating this perfect, like, you know, like what are my interests? I'm really trying to like, it's, it, you know, I'm weeding out the wrong people. Like I want to meet somebody who actually liked me for me. Yeah. So I try to do that right. And then I get over it in like five days and I deleted it. So <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest, basically one of the biggest masks in the queer community. And especially with like grinder. I mean, I'm definitely not a gay man, so I don't know for sure, but I read a lot about grinder <laughs> and stuff. And so I, the, the stuff that Mikey, my bestie um, gets on grinder kills me yeah it's so funny to me because he does not like the dick pics and the yeah the creepy selfies that dudes like to send to each other you know that creepy selfie of like your abs and like the lower yeah. half of your body from oh the for sure in the bathroom like, top yeah, one, yeah. The, yeah he hates them so whenever he gets them he really does enjoy you know sharing those with me because they're hilarious he's like what about this makes this person think that I'm going to find them attractive? You know? Well, I think I, I really, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say this for sure because I'm not an expert on it, but I think grinder is really about just getting it in. I don't know that it's about like really thinking too much into it. Like grinder is. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And I think, and he gets that too, but it's still just sort of like one of those things like, Oh, I know. I'm saying, you know, I wish unsolicited dick pics are never a good choice. Never. I can even say that. I, I, even on dating apps, even though I'm gay, I still get them. So um, don't do that. That's super weird. But yeah, so I, I feel like I would I would have to say that the masks that you talk about, you know, the masks of this day and age, it's, it's online dating. That's like, you know, that's kind of a... Uh, a metaphorical mask, but maybe the metaphorical mask yeah. because... And you're curating this thing. You know, you have to sell yourself in that way, like, to somebody that will find you interesting and smart and clever and cute. Sure. And, God, it fucking sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather wear um, a Fred Krueger. <laughs> you mean a, a Jay Voorhees? A Jay Voorhees mask. <laughs> Although, I don't want to. That's not I'm going to kill them. But, like, no, I just, it's, it's exhausting and it's, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I think I wear a lot of different masks. Yeah, you have, so you have a, a you know, a, a pretty interesting, like your job, like you try to keep things a little separate between your job and your personal life. For so sure. I think that's probably a bit of a mask there. Yeah. That's probably my biggest mask, other than my social mask. <laughs> so Social? As an introvert. You do, yeah. Eve, social and Evie, yeah. You, you, As an introvert, social. if I get social... It's a big mask, but I mean, it's not that I, I mean, I enjoy hanging out with people and, and socializing and those kinds of things, but I definitely have to put on like mask, my yeah. social mask. You do, you know? do you do that with me? No. Yeah. I feel like you and I. No, not always... when you come over. No, I feel. Well, I mean, just in general before. Well, I would say that I probably was wearing that mask already just because yeah. I was out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But I feel like you and I have always like had the connection that like yeah no we've got a pretty authentic rapport yeah, yeah. and it's weird because I mean we've been friends for a really long time yeah. and like that started early on mm -hmm. you know and I think that's super cool like that's 
those kind of friendships that you don't have to wear that mask. Yes. That's golden. Yeah. I agree. So, and I it's hard. Cool. It's hard to find. But yeah, we do have that. So we do have cool. that. But anyway, so go ahead. Yeah, no, so, but it, well, at work, I mean, you know, I definitely have my mask on there. I play the pronoun game depending on who I'm talking to. Yeah. In terms of Amos. I mean, look, I'm pretty comfortable being out. I have no problem with it. But also in the setting that I'm in, I really try to keep politics in general out of the office. Sure. And the personal is political when it comes to that. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I just try to keep the personal out of the workplace as much as possible. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of it is for my own self-protection in the sense that I don't want to know the politics of the people that I'm surrounded with, mm -hmm. because if I know their politics, then I may not be able to work with them. Yeah, no, that's, that's really, um, that's, that's, um, uh, pretty, pretty smart of you and admirable. I'm like, eh, here, yeah. I am. Ah, here I am. Well, I, I mean, all of me, <laughs> you know, and I, I am. I do feel that way most of the time, you know, here I, here I am, all of me. But at the same time, the job that I do is pretty um, mind-numbingly dull. Yeah. And without the people around me to keep me laughing, yeah, it makes it exponentially harder. Now, the people around me also do know that Amos is female, right? I mean, like, so they do know, even though I still play the pronoun game at work, they are fully familiar. And it's, it was, it actually happened accidentally one day where one of the people that I was talking to sort of seemed to catch on that I was playing the pronoun game and dropped a she out there for me. Oh, so that's, I mean, is it, the pronoun game is, is a rite of passage in so many ways. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I definitely used the pronoun game when I was younger. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I it, it, I feel like it's also another way to like meet somebody and and tell that they're actually dating somebody who you know when they when they constantly or only use pronouns, you can tell that maybe that they're dating somebody that like their gender isn't something that they're either specific with or something that they're you know really comfortable. Yeah talking about or acknowledging so I try to respect that but yeah when I was younger I totally the they but you say it like <laughs> I mean when I'm thinking of myself I'd say it so much like they you know it was just it was so yeah. overly like like I would put so much emphasis on the pronoun that I was almost trying to come out yeah but yeah it's when, well so, it's my, definitely harder to have a conversation when you're trying to work around a uh, masculine or feminine pronoun for sure. sure. And I, I mean, I think that's one of the things that I love about the, they, them. Yeah, for so sure. So much. And the, and the no use of pronouns whatsoever. Did I think it's just fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. The fluidity of gender. Did is. you know that you, the word, the word you used to be uh singular only? No. And now we use it as a plural as well. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like the way language changes. So like the people constantly are complaining about the word they, right? Yeah. It's so confusing. It sounds like I'm talking about multiple people, right? I get it. That's true. 
But that's why you look for language cues and contexts, right? Yeah. Because the word you used to be singular and we've all as a society agreed that it can also be plural. Sure. So we can all as a society also agree <laughs> that they can mean whatever the fuck they wanted to mean. Yeah. I actually, I had a little uh, Twitter argument last night with this guy um, and he was talking about, I think about what the uh, the original context was of the conversation. It was um, we're talking about uh, you know being fluid and fluidity and gender and stuff. And the um, original poster, he said he he was a complete like yeah he, dude that was like oh well you know oh look at you using made up language. You know, and I'm all language is made up. But I said, I so I replied with, "Well, all words were made up at some point. There has to be words. There has to be new terminology to deal with like new situations." And you know, and I definitely followed up with, "Like, I'm sorry, you're learning so slowly. Like, we can slow it down for you if you need. You know, step back a little while, learn a bit, and come back to the conversation because it was just it was so ridiculous. Like." the fuck like where are you that you care that you're so worried about like are we capped out on words like is it are we capped out on meetings like do we do we stop at some point where we're like well that that can't mean that well everything started as something like you have you know naming things it doesn't end well also there's like a gazillion different languages yeah, in the world so there are multiple words for multiple in, words interpretation and, yeah so at the show that i went to last week at the joy joy formidable one of the songs that they played i'm not even going to try to say the word because it's a welsh uh word but the song is it's about the word snowflake and the political yeah. ramifications of snowflake sure. but in that in welsh it also means white feather and so the whole point of the song is like people trying to pin people down into these little boxes and categorize people so quickly and easily and dismiss them super fast because they're a snowflake. But what? They're also a white feather. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. Language is so movable. Sir, I mean, and it has to be because it doesn't stop. There, the world and life is movable and there has to be, you know, like new words to explain it and so that's the way like my whole conversation with it well that conversation like yeah one of those stupid twitter arguments but bro it's not over like the words there's still time for words like it, there's going to be new things new actions new, you know you have to name them you yeah. can't just be like oh well you're using made-up terms everything was made up once right right yeah. so yeah and i mean that's and who are you to tell me that my terms or my mask or whatever it is yes. that I'm wearing right now is somehow invalid or not relevant. Well, and I think also in masks also like provide the escape from relevancy, you know, until you're ready to deal with that, you know, like it's, it's easy to fall into the like cover of something that is already known. Yes. And that guy saying that really stops the unknown from becoming known. That's the, that is the, that is like the destruction of progress right there. Yes. Like, you know, and that's, you know, masks are amazing for, you know, th- it's amazing that they're there. I, I mean, in some ways they're a crutch and in other ways they can actually, you know, actually like, especially when you're talking about like ceremonial stuff, can be an important part of your culture, but it, it's 
you know, if you're using it as a crutch, like you want to get to a point where you don't have to wear that mask. Yes. And and to do that, you have to allow for new language, new action, new, yes. you know, yeah. and so progress. So you saying that just made me sort of think about being a trans person. Yes. Which, of course, I have zero experience firsthand in. But thinking about the the mask that must be worn as a trans person until you can claim your authentic identity has got to be so fucking hard. I know. I mean, to maintain a mask for that long, you know what I'm saying? Like that has got to be. That's the thing with masks. They're not meant to be worn forever. It's, you know, I think the whole, I don't know exactly the definition of mask, but I assume it's something that you, you, you put on and you take off. You know, that's the important part of a mask. Um, well, I can look it up right now. Yeah, if like. it's, it's got to be something, uh, you know, it's 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 something that has an end. You know, you'd have to take it off at some point. Because well, I think there's the I mean, the, I think the thing with masks is that they can be literal or they can be. I know, but I think in both circumstances, right? you take them off. Right. It's a cover or yes. a partial cover. Disguise is you disguise is the keyword because you, you know it's not being I don't want to say you're not being your authentic self because I'm not like I'm not trying to say that like well no but that's true something that is used to conceal or disguise I mean that's why you yeah. wear a mask I don't want to say that you a know a protective like, covering for the face I mean there's a lot of different purposes and uses for masks mm -hmm. but yeah and I mean it's it's but it should be something that if it if it's covering you I I not I only hope that it's something that you can take off. Yeah. Because it's not meant to be permanent. It's, right. It's meant to cover up. Well, and you. I think that's where when people don't feel like they can take their masks off, that's when self-harm is <laughs> yeah. absolutely a Have real you, thing. Yeah. I'm going to break it down to real time. Have you ever worn a mask? Like physically worn one? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You suffocate. You fucking suffocate. I, the only way I know this, <laughs> I, was, I was FaceTiming with my sister yesterday. And my nieces and nephews, uh, they're very excited for Halloween. They're, you yeah. Know, yeah. And my nephew comes out with this big, this scary mask. So, and it was like this, like, vicious clown or whatever. But the point of it is, is like, one just, a, I'm sure you can picture it, and then you can smell it and feel that rubber mask you put over your face. You fucking suffocate. Yeah. You can only wear it for so long. Like, it's, yeah. a, you know what I mean? I feel like that's just a metaphor for all masks. Like, you... If you hide behind it, yeah. you know, even if you need to, like, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kill you. It's gonna, you're gonna suffocate. And that's, you know, so masks are meant to be taken off. Yeah. But, and that's the hard part with it because there are some people that, unfortunately, if they take the mask off, that's when they're in harm's way, you know? So it's like, what do you suffocate? Or do you, you know, are you persecuted? So, yeah. 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 There's no easy answer there, but no. I think. Knowing that, I mean, like we all are wearing masks. I mean, I'm sure you see that stuff on online, you know, the, you don't know what anybody's going through type posts. Yeah. So, you know, be kind, be generous, blah, blah, blah. I'm on Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen that yep. a million times, but I think that's true. I mean, like our yeah. masks are all very fragile. Yeah. I wear one. I will. I will a bit. Yeah. Right now. I'm a mess. I'm, I'm wearing one. Yeah. I assume you are like we, yeah. I mean, just to get through like daily day to day things, something like this that we're doing that, you know, we're being vulnerable and putting ourselves out there and having like yeah. these kind of conversations on air, which is awesome to me, but it's still a mask. Like it's, it's yeah. I mean, there's just like one moment where you're just kind of 
at home by yourself with your dog, if you're me, you know, if you're like pet or you're whatever, and then this is you're really you. It's kind of like taking that mask off where you can breathe. But yeah, yeah, for the rest of the time, fuck yeah, it's a mask. I mean, this one is a little more breathable. It's not like the rubber ass yeah. mask that you put on that you can like that the the mouth holes like up at your <laughs> nose, so you're like, yeah, yeah, suffocating. But it's still a mask. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So masks are, they're a necessity. Yeah. And they can also be destructive. Masks but... are a lifeline. Yep. A safety vest. And also the anchor that can drag you down. See, I used a bunch of boat metaphors for you. I'm in, yes. I love that. Serious. Boatner.com. Best <laughs> website ever. That's my plug. Masks. Masks. Awesome conversation though. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really interesting to learn about that and then kind of realize like, yeah, how, how prevalent masks are and and how much of a part of your life they are. Yeah. Work masks. Home podcast masks. Podcast masks. Home masks. Family masks. Definitely masks. family masks. Yes. Yeah, yeah my, my mask is usually pretty jovial and kind of like, uh, you know, go with the flow. But I'm actually just a huge neurotic mess. But, you know, yeah. That's that. Oh, and you thought your mask was covering that? No, probably not. I, I you, I, you know me a little <laughs> more personally than other people. But you know, I'm kidding. I know, I love but you. no, you, you do though. <laughs> you can, you actually see it firsthand. So, yeah, awesome conversation. Though. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. You want to do our crushes? Yes, absolutely. Do you want to go first? Sure. You love going first. You go first. I always go first the hell um my crush this week is heather nova heather nova heather nova 90s goddess musician london rain best song ever i rediscovered her because i am re-watching dawson's creek see okay so stop 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 i know where you're going with that because we've already had this conversation but i am re-watching dawson's creek again because i am stuck in the 90s and i love it and and there's this part where Dawson goes to pick Joey up for their first date ever. And he's like, he's okay. Just picture it, picture it. He's riding like, it's like, oh, I, I say a bow, but it's literally just like one single engine on this like 12 foot canoe like thing. So he's riding that through the like canals of well, it's Wilmington, North Carolina, but it's supposed to be Massachusetts to like pick her, pick the, pick her up for their first date, and that London Rain song is on. And I was like, oh my god, I love Heather Nova. So I started looking her up again, and I was like watching her, and uh, I'm in love with her, and I love her. So all right, well, that's great. Yes, except I was not far off. You said Dawson's Creek, or I no, said you Gossip said Girl. you said Gossip Girl, but Dawson's Creek is very different from Gossip Girl. Oh, okay, maybe the shows are very different. Very different, but teen angst. I'm into it. Not different. I'm into it. <laughs> and look, I'm not saying I'm not either. Veronica Mars, hello, pay attention. Yes. I'm just saying. Tossin's Creek is classic. Go Brooke ahead. and Chuck are the best couple Brooke ever. Oh, no, I can't. I can't even joke about that because it's so, like, <laughs> offensive to Gossip Girl. You know my love for 90s, early 2000s teenage shows, so. <laughs> oh, Brooke, where have you gone? I love Brock. <laughs> anyway, uh, my crush this week, in case you're interested. No, but go ahead. You are not interested. I'm very interested. You know that. You are so interested in yes. Kate Blanchett. 
Uh, who isn't? Right? Literally, who isn't? Literally. I, she's it. She is it. You're she right. She is the fucking goddess of all oh things. Oh, my God. Um, uh, did you see um, Ocean's... Yes. 13? Yes. 13? Eight. I don't know. The one with the women? Yes. So good. <laughs> I don't she's know which so number that was. It. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, no, good I love that. Yes. Good crush. Yes. Okay, so I... First of all, did you see the picture of, uh, not the picture, but the video of her looking up at Janelle Monet when she was performing? I did. Yes. Yes. That is amazing. Yes. So that, number one. And Janelle Monet is. Yeah. And Janelle Monet. Oh exactly. My God, yeah. Right? I mean. We'll get there. Hello. But I mean, like the way she's looking at Janelle Monet, right? Like she, and then I watched Documentary Now this past weekend, which is hilarious and it's on Netflix and I wholly recommend it. It's awesome. a satire of documentaries in general. Each episode is standalone. But the Kate Blanchett episode, which is called Waiting for the Artist, is hilarious and wonderful. And oh my God, that woman is just... She's Kate Blanchett. I feel like dropped that's an dead. adjective right there. Yeah. Drop dead. Yeah. I mean, like if you could be described as a Kate Blanchett, I think that's uh-huh. the perfect adjective. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. my crush. You're so much more hip than I am. No, I don't know about Dawson's that. Creek versus... <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this was fun. So yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I also really want to thank the cricket in the background yeah, for adding that. some music to this episode. In depth. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That so. cricket really helped us out a lot. I think definitely check Adam's- us out on our socials. Um, yeah. Uh, At queerdos on Facebook. Queered podcast on Instagram. Yep. We'll get a Twitter sometime. And we'll get we'll a Twitter get at some point. And, and until then. Well, no, don't forget to like, like us. us, review, or no, wait, like us, give us five stars, rate, review, subscribe, all of it. You guys are yes, awesome. We're on all the platforms now, as far as we know. Pretty much all the platforms. Yes. All the platforms that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Just make sure you. Review, rate us, subscribe, all of it. Thank you, and we will see you next week. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Until then, stay weird. Stay queer. Get weird. Bye. Bye.